Good morning, and welcome to Perspectives. I am your host, David Howard. Thank you for joining me. My longing is that each podcast speaks to your heart and meets you right where you are at this very moment while answering your prayers in the most unbelievable way. I ask in advance before I begin this morning's podcast that you forgive me for my brief absence over the last couple of months, as I have missed you all, the listener, as well. Nothing prepares us for death. We can't anticipate it and abruptly reverse its course. And it every so often happens when least expected. It is, after all, inevitable. I attended two funerals recently, neither of which were easy to comprehend. When they occur unexpectedly or not, the feeling of hopelessness takes hold as we earnestly yearn to feel the emptiness of our hearts. Death has an air of finality, but it is not the final word. A point in which there is no return when the clouds of darkness literally seize upon our lives and the providence of God's hand seems so far away to be of any consequence, too distant to fix what it is that we are currently going through at that moment. Please go with me to the 27th chapter of Matthew and verse 46, as Jesus utters his final words upon the cross. And it reads, And about the ninth hour, Jesus cried out with a loud voice, saying, Eli, Eli, lama sabachthani, that is, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Today's episode is titled, Death's Well. No matter the language, even if we speak it in Spanish or Espanol, and it says, Dios mío, Dios mío, por qué me has abandonado? The anguish of Jesus' plea is no less distressing, for it is one thing to suffer, it is another altogether to suffer alone. Yes, we live, and while our breath abides in us, we believe that God can fix all things. But in death, we immediately begin to question how he can fix it. How does he restore the confidence of our hope? What exactly does that look like? And at other times, we may blame him altogether inquiring, where were you when I needed you most? Although I have read this passage of scripture many times before, I never quite understood the genuine depth and power of Christ's final plea when he cried unto his father and uttered those words amid his reflection until recently. I must admit that the orthodoxy of church is ill-prepared to answer these questions because it is not simply a matter of having or not having faith. Jesus undeniably prayed in the garden, as we can see in Matthew chapter 26, verses 36 through 46. And in his anguish, he asked that the cup be passed from him. 
But I know with the greatest assurance that the weight of his prayer in the midst of Gethsemane is not comparable to the torment he suffered as he was led away by the religious leaders of the day, taken before the Roman ruler, buffeted for offenses he did not commit, while 40 times the lash ripped flesh from his body. He was spat upon, mocked, forsaken, and alone. And as the distant sound of metal upon metal banged the nails into his hands, he was affixed upon the Christ, fighting for each agonizing breath. There was no beauty in his crucifixion. He did not die a picturesque death as pictures often depict of him. At that moment, he did not exercise his divine nature or supernatural ability. He was simply like us, 100% human. The mother who passed is survived by three adult children, a daughter and two sons. While two seemed saddened by the immediacy of the loss, the third, a son, was distressingly overcome as if his own life had come to an immediate and abrupt end. The service was a beautiful home gump as the musicians played an arrangement of songs and the administrators read the obituary and presented the eulogy. The hush, however, was immediately broken when the casket was sealed for the final time. He didn't weep as one would suppose, but wailed rather desperately, clinging to whatever it was that he could cling to. No matter how many shared their condolences or attempted words of comfort, they were not adequate to address the immediacy of his suffering. It was if to say, God, I hear their voices, but I need to hear from you. Only you can fix it. I don't know what to do. As heartbreaking as this narrative is, I am afraid it occurs more often than we are accustomed. Searching for God, seeking that which can ease the agony of heartache and the pain of loss to subside saying within ourselves, God, it's me. Where are you? The magnitude of loss hurts immensely, but I share as a testimony that during my own grief, God was there and he will find you wherever you are as well. When your heart aches and you are weaking, it does not mean that you've lost faith or that God has forsaken you. He is always eternally present. As the son wailed bitterly in the gravity of his distress, many more like him suffer the same each day. Therefore, we must make the time of our sojourning here meaningful, especially to those whom God has placed along the pathway of our lives. The bonds of fellowship are strong while we are yet alive, but the season comes when even those we love so dearly must depart. 
And as much as that loss is injurious to us, I am still unable to answer that simple question, why? There's nothing wrong with asking. We can even be angry at times. We will experience a roller coaster of emotions from the highest of highs to the deepest of lows. God did not guarantee that we would not suffer as we find it is quite common throughout the entirety of scripture. But he did promise he would never leave us or forsake us. In fact, in Joshua chapter one, verse nine, and Micah chapter seven and verse eight, they remind us by saying, have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged for the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. And that's Joshua. But as for me, I watch and hope. For the Lord, I wait for God, my Savior. My God will hear me. That is Micah. The young man simply wanted his mother back one more time. If only to hear one last time the most simplistic phrase that we could ever hear. I love you. I, like the young man, was nearly 6,000 miles away from home when I received the news of my father's passing. I was too far away to find any means of comfort or consolation. If God did not intercede at the precise moment, I would still remain broken even today. Therefore, I will simply close by saying, but God. And finally, in Psalm chapter 121, and it's referred to as the Song of Degrees, it simply says, I will lift up mine eyes unto the hill, from whence cometh my help. My help cometh from the Lord, which made heaven and earth. He will not suffer thy foot to be moved. He that keepeth thee will not slumber. Behold, he that keepeth Israel shall never slumber nor sleep. The Lord is thy keeper. The Lord is thy shade upon thy right hand. The sun shall not smite thee by day nor the moon by night. The Lord shall preserve thee from all evil. He shall preserve thy soul. The Lord shall preserve thy going out and thy coming in from this time forth and even forevermore. For those that have suffered loss, those that aren't quite sure where their relationship with God stands or don't know him at all, I ask that you say this prayer with me today. Dear Lord, we thank you for the abundance of your blessings and your loving kindness towards you. We thank you for keeping us even amid our sorrow. We know that there is an abundance of despair among us, and it does not appear as if we and the best of our humanity have any answers to the problems we face today. We acknowledge that you spoke the worlds into existence. You fashioned us in your image and breathe into us the breath of life. 
But it is in the midst of our loss, tragedy and sorrow that we seek thy face because only you can provide the comfort we seek. Only you can change the disposition of our hearts that we may call upon you, not with clenched fist in anger, but with open hands, knowing that even as you provided a ram in the bush for Abraham, you will likewise provide to us. Pour your spirit upon us, abide with us, that we may come to fellowship, knowing for assurance that you both hear and are able to answer the urgency of our plea. Amen. Thank you once again for listening. If you like what you have heard or have a comment, please subscribe and leave a response on the Anchor, Spotify, Breaker, or Overcast podcast platforms. Or you can send me an email at howarddc42 at yahoo.com. Please join me again next week. And may the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you until we meet again.